Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. Are you looking for help with trying to lose weight? Well, this could be the solution for you. With a range of products such as shakes, boosters, capsules, and more, get started today simply by adding Kirsty on Facebook using the link in the show notes and get started today. For the ad-free version of this podcast, please visit our Patreon page and become a patron at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts in that month and all of the previous ad-free podcasts that we've done. Head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. The link's in the description. Welcome to Entertainment Talk TV. It is Entertainment Talk's podcast for the television that we choose to talk about. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today is Robert. How are you today? I am doing good. Uh, it's a little nutty here where I live right now because Mother Nature has decided just to be an absolute, you know, right bastard. Mm-hmm. So we're in the middle of the coldest cold snap in a very long time. I think I saw on the news that 24 cities simultaneously hit record lows. Wow. Uh, yeah, we had a day a couple weeks ago where the 8 a.m. temperature was negative 21 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't care if it's Fahrenheit or Celsius. Anything negative is cold, and negative 21 is, like, stupid cold. Okay. It's like, why the hell are we living here cold? <laughs> um, cool, so how was your Christmas break in terms of your actual break and stuff? Uh, the actual break itself was good. Um, like I, I think I forget if I mentioned this on the podcast or not before, but my parents live in another part of the country during the winter because that's what you do when you're retired is you move. Mm-hmm. And so we had like the actual gift part pretty early this year. It's around uh, uh, first of December, so that part wasn't actually a thing. Okay, but you know, got to chill out. Uh, got a couple days off work. Uh, had some fun. Played some video games. Relaxed. Watched some movies. That kind of thing. Cool. Nice. Um, so yeah, we're back. It's the first podcast of um, twenty eighteen now. Um, I have been. I did prepare some content to come out in between uh, the break and and now, and there is more coming as well. Um, so, how are you feeling coming back? I feel like I haven't done a podcast in like six months, <laughs> and it's only been like two weeks. So, uh, yeah, it feels a little weird. Um, yeah, it's a little weird, but you know, it's real easy to get back into the groove of yeah, things. Yeah, once we get going, it'll it'll be fine. But yeah, it feels like I haven't done one of these for a very long time. Um, but this is Entertainment Talk TV, so what TV have you been watching over the break? Uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, they did uh, like a one-off episode of uh, uh, Lucifer, so I caught up on that. That was always good. They've done a few episodes of uh, Season 3 of Blind Spot, which I'm still liking that show, I love the concept of that. Uh, they did a time skip between season two and season three of three years, so that way you can do your absolute favorite thing and have flashbacks. <laughs> nice. Um, and then they they ended the mid-season on quite the cliffhanger, so I'm not going to spoil it, but it's just something that really want another episode so they can kind of explain what the hell they just did. Okay. Okay. Which episode was the mid-season for that? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I'd have to look it up. It's like something like seven or eight. Okay. Okay. Cool. But um, season three, so. Nice. Uh, anything else? Uh, there hasn't really been a whole lot of new episodes over the break. Uh, over here in the States, we're kind of a lot of obsessed with sports, especially mm-hmm. on like the college university level. And so Christmas time, New Year's time, it's all about the uh, college American football bowl championships, which is basically their version of playoffs. Okay. And so if a university gets enough wins, they get invited to a bowl, and it could be you know something big and prestigious or something just like, you know, hey, participation trophy. Mm-hmm. But you reach a point in here where there's literally from, like, you know, December 15th until... Uh, January 7th, there's a uh, American football game on every single day of the week. Wow, okay, that's, that's quite a lot. Um, yeah, there's something like 30 or 40 bowl games just in that alone. Wow, that's, that's quite a few. Yeah, I saw Colin Moriarty, uh, if you if you guys don't know, he's um, he's like a podcaster, covers games and stuff, um, and he, he was tweeting about the uh, playoffs yesterday, he was quite excited. Um... So I watched uh, the newest season of Black Mirror, uh, which was season four, which is I, I I sent a tweet out yesterday saying it's just it's just simply phenomenal. Like the strange ability to be able to make episodes that don't connect at all, uh, um, where, where, to where you can watch any of them in, in any order you like, but they still hold their own. Um, which is, I know you have things like American Horror Story and Fargo and, uh, what's another example of an anthology? That, that those type of shows that in the season they do connect, but they have separate stuff. Um, which is again different for Fargo. Because, um, I think, uh, yeah, the first season of Fargo is, like, the present day or whatever. And then the second season goes back in time, so there's certain characters in the past that you, that you know live on and there's certain characters you know that die and stuff um so you've got that sort of anthology and then you've got um american horror stories which is where they have like each season is essentially its own series um but they just carry the horror themes over and you can just you know as we've seen you can do that eight nine ten times whatever um because it's always just a fresh season uh when you come back and the interesting thing about american horror story as well is you essentially do bring back the same with, with some changes, like some people leave, some people, some new people come in. But in terms of like Sarah Paulson and uh, Evan Peters and all those people, they come back and they just play different characters each time. Um, but it's always the horror setting. With Black Mirror, it's every single episode is its own entire thing. It's almost like a really short film. I, I mean, some of the episodes are like an hour, ten, hour, twenty minutes or something. Um, but some of them are like 50 or 42 minutes, um, and they're really able to hold their own as like half a film kind of thing. Um, but yeah, some of, some of the episodes in this season were, were fantastic and I can't quite remember some of the early season stuff. I did go back and look at some of the, what the previous episodes were just in terms of like their title and plot. Um, but I think this is my favorite season of the show. Um, I remember last season, the third one, um, the third episode of that season, I think is maybe the best episode of Black Mirror. Um, it's the one where, uh, I won't really spoil the plot too much, but it's where 
this young boy gets given instructions and not then and they're not the safest instructions and then you kind of think okay how far is this going to go how far is this anonymous person going to take um this boy like how far is he gonna what, what's he gonna make him do um but there were some episodes in season three that were a bit off they weren't quite there and i feel like with season four they managed to do it the, the all six were, were really good um have you seen any of the show yourself i have not it's one of those things that i keep meaning to watch it because i keep hearing things about it but yeah. i never get around to it um i did see two things that i saw that made absolutely one was complete and utter nonsense and the other one was just <laughs> weirdly dark which we can talk about here in a bit uh, have you ever, on Netflix, are you getting pop-ups to see uh, Ozark? Uh, I've watched the first three episodes of that. I just haven't quite gone yeah. back. Yeah, that's not a show you want to watch when you want to be happy. That's a show you watch when you <laughs> just want to drink something and then watch the world burn. It yeah. is, yeah. from start to finish, it is supremely dark. Not in like the, you know, the, the Frank Miller Sin City kind of a way. It's right. more in the fact that Every single decision that the guy, the main character makes, seems to go utterly, utterly wrong. Mm-hmm. See, I I have a bit of a, I, I've gained a bit of an issue with like drug-related stories where like I'm watching Ozark and I'm thinking, okay, isn't fair to compare this to Breaking Bad? But Breaking Bad has already done this and done it better. That's not to say Ozark is bad. Ozark is very, very good, but Breaking Bad is just the next step up. So I kind of think, okay, while this is very good and there's no problems, at least so far, with it, um, I've seen this done before, granted with a slightly different plot, like, you know, the, um, what's his name? The, the lead guy from Ozark. He's not got, like... Jason Bateman. Uh, Jason Bateman. He's not got... Um, terminal cancer he's not like making money for his family he happens to be thrown into this situation um so it's a different plot but it's still around drugs and stuff and you've still got a cartel that you're dealing with and you've got the family and stuff and i'm like do you get what i mean like i've seen this already better but this is still very good um so it's a weird position to be in and i remember um i can't remember what i was searching for but this other drug show came up um i think it was just when i went through new releases or something um, I can't remember the name of it, but they've added an- another one, which has got more of, um, and I haven't really seen the trailers or anything, but I just saw a thumbnail, and it's like this, more like a teenage gang type thing, I could be wrong, because I haven't seen any of it, but there was another one there, and, um, the plot for that one said that, uh, it was based around drugs and stuff, and I was like, again, <laughs> it's the same thing, so, uh, I don't know what to do about that, but, um, it's a thing, so... Yeah, well, yeah. unfortunately, it's kind of a thing here right now. Opioids, which is basically any kind of, like, addictive narcotic uh-huh. pharmaceutical grade. Not like, you know, weed or crack or anything like that, but opioids are in a bit of a crisis right here, right now here in the States. Okay. Um, there's a lot of deaths related to them and a lot of uh, things to it. Um, especially here where I live in Indiana. Because we just had a record for the year in for a number of people that died from opioid overdose. Oh wow! So it is kind of a hot button issue. Okay. To talk about at least, if nothing else. So. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, going back to Black Mirror, you had um, I can't remember the names of all the episodes, but you've got one that's based around um this mum and she loses her. 
sort of loses her child. She loses track of her for a few minutes, and then she starts worrying about her and stuff. And she gets this, um, gets given this tablet, um, like iPad type tablet, because you could have mistaken what I said for an actual tablet. But she gets like an iPad type thing, um, which basically allows her to like track her daughter and like see from her vision and stuff and like filter things out so if she accidentally watches something bad or witnesses something bad or someone swears or something something inappropriate for her age it will like blur it out and sort of muffle it and stuff um which i thought was a very very good plot um so that goes to some interesting places i won't uh, some of these shows that i've written down i'm gonna try and do spoiler reviews for and i'm gonna come here to this podcast to give you like a spoiler free impressions of, of what i thought of these shows um but uh that goes to some dark places but is is really really good uh some people didn't like the ending of that episode i thought it was it was good i was a bit surprised when it ended but it does give some sort of it it, it kind of tells you like okay this isn't necessarily the conclusion but this is where the rest of it goes it's a little bit of like an interpretation thing where it's like okay this has ended here but um you're gonna have to guess the rest of it, but it's not like a cancelled type show ending, like Heroes or something. Um, so that that was really good. There's one called um, Hang the DJ, which is basically like a dating thing where these people are carrying around. Uh, I'm not sure if it was a replacement for their phones, but they've got this circle type device on them, um, which has got like a, an Alexa, Cortana type thing in it. Um, and you get set up, they get set up on these, on these dates, and, um, they, they go to this specific restaurant, um, and, you know, you, you sit down with the person you're, you've been designated for the date for, um, and, and, like, some of the characters are saying, okay, is, is this the person I'm seeing, and you'd get a yes or no. They sit down in the chair, and they have, like, an expiry date for the date itself. They have their dinner, and then they go to this, like, house cabin type place where they go to stay basically and that will be their their house i guess um and then when their timer runs out um they leave the house the house gets locked i guess for the next couple or something um and then they would go they would just go their separate ways you, you could see the person again like if you bumped into them again um you're allowed to have a conversation and stuff you're just not allowed to have the relationship i guess but um like, some of the characters are saying, okay, what's the point of this if I just keep going on relationships and I don't have any choice over it? And it's, um, the machine basically says to them, like, okay, we're gathering data about, like, who your best match is and stuff. And one day you'll meet the, you'll meet the correct person and we'll tell you beforehand. Like, your, your new date will come up and you'll be told, okay, this is your match. This is the person that you're staying with, I guess. Um, so it's not, like, completely blind dates because it does gather data and stuff so it, it works from there um but that was a very good episode uh that did have kind of a conclusive ending which i thought was very good um what other ones was there there, there was i think it was called metalhead that's like a the whole episode's black and white that's like a post apocalyptic but not zombie type um more like these little robots that come after you um short story to do with that and it's basically a bit of a bit of a game of survival that was very very good um a lot of people didn't like that episode but i thought it went to some some pretty interesting places um and yeah i thought i thought that was really good as well uh, <laughs> what were the other episodes in there um the finale was the black museum 
which is kind of hard to talk about without spoiling. It's basically this this young girl goes to this black museum, and you kind of you eventually find out why. Um, but the plot details for the episode are sort of um, there's like there's like a main attraction that isn't good for for the visitors and stuff. Um, and they show people that have gone in there before, and basically the guy says like. Um, he basically says that okay, some these things happened, and this is the reason that people aren't attending as much anymore. Um, and it kind of goes from there. Uh, so overall, really, really good season of Black Mirror. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, it doesn't matter which season or which episode you jump into. Um, are you planning to start them like soon, or at some point I probably will. Yeah. Okay. There isn't like tons of them, and they're not out very regularly. It's like six episodes a year, so. Um, but again, you don't really need to catch up per se. It's not like a through series. You can just watch them whenever you want. Uh, the next show I have on here is The Sinner. That's basically about um, this young woman murders this guy brutally on a beach. Um, she doesn't quite know why. Like She just gives this blank an- answer. Like I-, I don't know why I did this. And she's in shock and stuff. Um, and... Of course, as the series goes through the eight episodes, um, you find out eventually more about it, and it does give you a very conclusive answer that I, I wasn't expecting, and makes because of course she has she has a like court case and stuff to say, okay, why did you murder this person? Did you know who they are? What's your history with them, etc. Um, she doesn't seem to know any of it, and then like things happen in the story, and she gets events replayed in her mind, and then there's like. I think the penultimate episode or the one before that is the one that explains who this person is and why she means so much to to her um, and explains like her sister's backstory and all that kind of stuff. Um, it gets a bit muddly in the middle, but I would say it really does conclude itself quite well. Um, it hasn't been renewed for a second season, but I kind of don't think it needs to be. Um, it, ge- it gave you a little like cliffhanger thing at the end that I didn't actually understand. But in terms of the the case itself and um, the woman's like future, you get told that, and it's a bit. That they basically say this is gonna, this is what's gonna happen to her. Um, she's gonna go here. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it 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 gives you a, it gives you an answer in the end. So I don't really need a second season. I would watch one if if it came round. Um, maybe they could do like an anthology kind of thing with it, possibly bring in new people each season and like have strange cases. But I th- <sighs> maybe only there's only so many times you can do that. I'm not sure. Um, have you seen any of this show? No, I haven't. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you have any interest to watch it? Uh, there's a possibility. I mean, I'm always looking for stuff, but then you can do what happened to me and run into something utterly, utterly weird, which is what I wanted to talk about next. Okay. Uh, are you getting on Hulu uh, a notification for a show called Future Man? Future Man. Uh, we don't have Hulu over here. Um, ah, okay. We get... Th- those shows get distributed, like, elsewhere. Like, The Handmaid's Tale ended up on, like, Channel 4 and stuff. Um, okay. To know. Yeah, it's a really, really, really weird show. What it is okay. is... Uh, just take, like, every post-apocalyptic you know, time travel slash kind of a show. Okay. And take then take random parts to it and throw those random parts together. And then that's the show. 
And if that sounds bizarre and disconnected and disjointed, it absolutely is. And the weird thing is, is on one part it reads like somebody's nephew or cousin got greenlit for a show, and that's what they made. And then they threw a bunch of money at it. Um, when I say that, it's because it's got a very, very high production value. Okay. And it's got a, uh, a rather well-known cast, but it's just so bizarre. Okay. Can you name a couple of people that are in it? Yeah. Yeah, Josh Hutchinson plays the main character. Uh, he's best known for playing PETA in the Hunger Games series. Okay. So that's uh, his, Ed his Begley Jr. Yep. Ed Begley Jr. is his father, which, if you don't know, he's got a mile-long uh, uh, IMDb page. Okay. Glenn Headley plays his mother, and she's also got a mile-long uh, IMDb page. Um, sadly, she passed away in uh, in uh, June. Oh. Um, so the, the the show opens up that, you know, he's like this loser nerd and, you know, whatever, and then he's playing this one video game, and he beats it, and he's the first person on Earth to beat it. And that's when, you know, the time portal opens up, and the two main characters from the game appear. And surprise, the game is just like a training program for real life. So that's kind of half the plot to uh, an old 80s movie called The Last Starfighter. If you haven't seen that, absolutely watch it. It's a great movie. And it shows a lot of what became into the Babylon 5 series. It was uh, inspired, quote-unquote, from that movie. And so, you know, then you've got the aliens that are uh, not aliens. And then you've got the people from the future that are, like, genetically enhanced. And then it turns out that the genetic enhancement is uh, forced from the government. And that turns the world into a post-apocalyptic hell mm-hmm. for some people. But then there's elements of, like, Back to the Future and Hunger Games, and uh, it just literally just borrows <laughs> from, like, every random movie and makes it as a, an episode. In a, in a good way or and a bad even, way? Uh, in an uninspired. <laughs> I, I think it's easier just to say uninspired. Okay. I mean, it's not, not bad in the sense that it's not, you know, badly acted or badly directed or badly shot. It's just that you've seen it before and it's been done better. Okay. Um, yeah, and the two people from the future are Eliza Coop, who you could have seen from Casual, Quantico, The Mindy Project, Benched, House of Lies, Happy Endings. Uh, oh, I know you're talking about, yeah. Scrubs, uh, 12 Miles of Bad Road, you know. Again, you know, actress with a big uh, yeah, she's uh, really good. IMDb. Yeah, and then the other person is Derek Wilson, who was on uh, Preacher, uh, Rectify, uh, Person of Interest, a few episodes of In the Now, uh, a couple of movies. Who does he play on Preacher? Uh, he plays Donnie Schneck. Okay. Because I recognize kind of who this person is, but I haven't quite... Yeah, if you see him, you'll recognize him. He's like it's kind of like uh, Tom Ellis in uh, uh, Lucifer. Mm-hmm. If you see him, he, you'll recognize where he is. You know, if you don't know the name, name. Okay. But it's one of those that it's twelve episodes, so I wound up finishing it just so I could finish it. But it made no sense whatsoever. Did it? 
so it it sort of lost its plot along the way. You, you mean? Uh, yeah. It, it's more is not so much of a plot as it is a bunch of concepts that got made into episodes. I guess would be the best way to describe it. Okay. So is it a bit like episodic kind of thing? Um, oh yeah, it's completely episodic. Everything feeds into the next. Okay. Cool. Uh, what's that called again? Sorry. Future Man. Future Man. Okay, I've not seen like anything over here for that, so maybe yeah. that will be like a a late pickup. Um, yeah, I mean it's a Hulu exclusive, so I don't know who over there would actually pick it up. Mm-hmm. Pick it up. That's that's a case of like whoever I guess buys it in the UK, because um, again, mm-hmm. there's no like Hulu thing over here. But if you if there's like an Amazon original or a Netflix original, then they get picked up over here on Amazon and Netflix. Um, but yeah, some things can be can be done differently that way. Uh, cool. Was there any other shows you wanted to talk about? Uh, no. I mean, that's the only ones I can remember off the top of my head that have come out. Okay, I've got uh, three other shows here to talk about. Um, one's called Dark. I don't know if you heard of this over the in like December. Um, Doesn't ring a bell. Okay, it's this. Uh, I think it's German. German. Um, done show um and you you can put the badly done english uh dubbed voices which don't actually follow along with the subtitles uh they're a bit different too which makes me wonder like when people do these dubbed things or dubbed um voices can't they just like read the actual surely the script must be the same why is there like different words and stuff well what it is is i've had this explained to me before because i have a couple friends that are like really into anime okay and what it is is that some words don't have a literal translation. Like, I run into this every now and then when I was Ubering as an Uber driver in uh-huh. Bloomington because you get a lot of foreign exchange students. And this one time, the guy uh, couldn't get the door to shut. And I just said, you got to put a little oomph into it. <laughs> and he had no idea what the word oomph means. Okay. And I thought about it for a second. It's like, okay, how would I describe that word? And the best Pressure? I can come up with is it's the sound you make when you put physical effort into something. <laughs> but then how would you actually translate that word into Japanese? Mm-hmm. And I imagine there's all kinds of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all kinds of words like in anime to where if you see like a random word and they're just like, that makes no sense. And then you just think, well, they probably said a word that has no real translation. And so that's just the closest thing I could come up with. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's basically, um, if you took Stranger Things, Lost, and The Returned, I don't know if you heard of The Returned, um, it was on Show, not Showcase, Showcase or something like that? Showtime? Show Showtime, maybe? Um, no, Sundance, sorry. Um, I think in, I don't know if that's a US or a French channel, um, because I, I don't actually know where it aired in the, in the US, but, um, anyway... It's basically about um, this guy that dies, and uh, some year it, it got a little bit complicated. So stick with me here, <laughs> um, and then like the family finds out some points later, and they have this letter and stuff. Um, and there's this whole thing with the whole. There's this whole plot with like the cave, and there's uh, these weird noises that are coming in and out of the cave and stuff. And there's this. Weird guy in a black hoodie who's, um, again, you, you get answers to this stuff, um, but I'm not going to spoil it. 
uh, you, there's this guy who's like wandering around in the in the woods, and you you don't know what he's doing for a few episodes. And some some of the characters spot him, and some of them run away and stuff. Again, it's very like a bit cliff angry that way, but it works. Um, and towards the end of the of the show, a lot of the characters decide to enter this cave, and um, it's basically a time travel portal um, sort of thing. That takes you back to these specific dates. I can't remember all of the dates because there's so many, but uh, I understood it at the time. So that's what matters. Um, and they all go back to this specific year. And there's um, at first, it's just the one character that they put back in time, and they think that, that there's something odd about him, and he's um, wondering why the year is like 19 whatever when he says it's like 2000 and something. Um, and there's these nurses that. Um, Bump into this young boy. He's the first one who uh, uses the the cave to time travel, and uh, they kind of say, "Okay, is like, where's this boy's parents? Why is he saying it's this year? Like, what's what's up with him?" And they like, you know, experiment is the wrong word, but they sort of like, you know, see yes. see what see what's up with him, and like sort of do some tests and stuff, as you would if somebody comes in and thinks it's a completely different year in the future, um, and like. Is not saying much and stuff, um, and is saying that he time traveled that, and it's like that far back in the past. Um, some of the characters are gonna like question that sort of stuff, so naturally that's what happens. And um, uh, this old this older character goes through it as well, and he um, bumps into this family and asks like what year it is, and th- these two characters both ask multiple people what year it is just so they like make sure and they're all confused and stuff of course um and this guy this guy says to this this little family like okay where where do you where do you live um and then they say oh we live at this address and the the guy is like okay but I, i thought somebody else lived here and they're all confused and they get scared um so it gets a little bit muddled up um of course, with time travel type shows, again, Lost is maybe an example. Um, things can get a bit complicated, but it the overall plot still made sense. Um, even if there was bits and pieces that were like a bit muddled up and a bit confusing. Um, but I was never totally lost as to what was happening. It was more it was more of a mystery confusion, which which makes makes sense. Um, but there's like some Stranger Things vibes in there, and there's like. Uh, some of the teenagers, um, they're like traveling around in the woods. You know how the Stranger Things kids, um, Stranger Things kids, uh, do. They sort of travel around and they find all these weird things. It's a bit like that, but with like slightly older characters, more teenagers than like, um, what would you say the Stranger Things kids are like young teenagers type thing? Uh, not even teenagers. They're supposed to be like 11. Yeah, like young, young children. Uh, whereas these, Kids in these this show are like seventeen, eighteen, maybe maybe like sixteen or so. So they're sort of more like high school um, students. Um, but they have they have the sort of Stranger Things type thing going on. Um, it's how many episodes was it? I think it was ten or thirteen. I can't remember. Um, and there's yeah, there's some really really good things that happened. It was. <sighs> It's already a bit difficult to follow subtitles, and some of these characters do speak very quickly sometimes. Um, I did try the English dub, but it just it just didn't sound right at all. Um, even if it's my actual language, it was just really, really odd. Um, but it is a very good show, so I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I can't remember if it's been renewed for a second season, but it probably will be. Um, a lot of people have been talking about it and stuff, so... 
Um, so I have the Orville on this list, which I watched the pilot for, but I want to leave that till last uh, and keep on the sort of Netflix train and talk about Glitch. Uh, remember we talked about Glitch last year? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it came back for a second season, and they made some changes. Some good, some bad, some a bit confusing. Um, this season did experiment a lot more with, like, the overall plot. Like, okay, why are we back? How do we maybe... Because um, if you don't know the show's about, um, people that literally rise up from the graves years after they've died, there's all different, like, scales of time in, in terms of the years that these people have died and stuff. Um, but they they rise out the graves and then police officers find them and stuff. Um, actually, if you go back and listen to... If you search for, like, Glitch... Uh, and we talked about Samurai Gourmet in the, in the same podcast. Uh, fi- if you find those two, um, you'll get this sort of explanation for it. Uh, but basically, it's dead people that uh, that come back, um, and they're sort of confused as to why and stuff, and that's part of the mystery. Uh, and this season, it, it does explore that a lot more, and exp- it explores some more things with the characters and moves. Does move their plots forward. Um, there's a few surprising and interesting deaths in in the season. Um, there's like a new villain and stuff because they dealt with the villain from last season um and there's a, there's a new villain this season and he is he's one of the um dead people that, that's come back because in season one it was the police officer who wasn't the villain at the start but he sort of turns into it um and he goes against the uh like the, the main characters and stuff but the the villain in, in the second season is a new person who's arisen from the dead um and he's basically got this idea of like, okay, we died for a reason, like, in, in a little bit of a religious sense, like, okay, we died for a reason and this isn't right and stuff. And he's got the idea to kill all of our, I guess, heroes that have um, have risen up because his idea is like, we shouldn't be here, so we all have to die. Um, so he goes around attempting that, which does lead to some really, really good scenes and stuff. Um and does actually lead to a few character deaths. Won't spoil who they are, of course. Uh, but it's it's got some slow bits and pieces and some plotty stuff. But um, it's only six episodes uh, again this season. Um, but uh, yeah, in, in terms of it, it focusing on its actual plot and mystery and stuff, and moving that forward, and certain characters try different experiments and stuff. Um, that's what you know, the show is about. So it, it did well in that respect. Uh, it hasn't been renewed for a third season yet. Um, I think it actually got picked up for the first two. Like so, it got renewed before it actually aired, if I if I remember rightly. Um, but it was renewed by the time the first season was out, at least. Um, so that that was pretty good. Um, I don't guess that you've watched the second season because you said you didn't like the. Uh, the first one yeah i just i really couldn't follow it very okay. well so yeah um so the last show in this list is the orville which i watched the pilot for this morning um some bits were a bit like okay i get this is like family guide stuff um it's essentially to me anyway if you took family guy made it a star trek comedy made it live action um and put some, a few little little sort of references to other stuff. Like there's some some Star Wars references that I picked up on, or at least one that I picked up on. Um, which is you know when 
I don't know if you remember the first episode, but uh, remember when they're running towards the end of the episode, um, back to their ship, and uh, one of the characters shoots the, the the thing on the door to make it slide down, like they do in Star Wars. That made me think of it. So, um, I guess that's a sort of reference. Yeah, I mean, like I, I'm pretty sure that I mentioned it like that because it is very uh, yeah, you know, you know, Star. Uh, tracked by Family Guy, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it's a pretty funny show when once it gets you know in its groove. Yeah, yeah, it did have a bit of a slow start where it's like, okay, Seth's character is going to be in charge of the ship. We know that, um, and there's like a nice sort of twist at the start as well, which I thought was was kind of funny or kind of cool, yeah. um, which leads into the, one of the more silly fun plots, but not necessarily annoying. Um, when his character's basically like arguing with his ex-wife and saying like, "Oh, does it? Does this machine make you time travel back so you can avoid getting married and all that kind of stuff?" Um, yeah. So yeah, some of it was funny. I I did think some of it was was good. Um, will I watch the rest of it? I think I'll give it a few more episodes because I did like what the pilot set up. Um, but it is very much a set up episode in mm-hmm. that way, um, and it is pretty basic but not in not in necessarily a bad way um but again i did laugh at, at some stuff that was in there um i i felt like i knew what it was going in and i was right but it was slightly better executed than what i thought um what was gonna happen so yeah um i think i'm on board maybe i'll give it, again i'll give it a few more episodes and see if it if it goes to anywhere interesting um what do you think of the show so far? I do like it. I mean, y- you know me, and I've talked about this a few times. I hate when shows get like super, super preachy. Yeah, and they're like, "This is this is what you must think. This is what is right. And if you don't think this, you're wrong." Um, and they do 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 some social commentary, but it's not in the sense of this is right and this is wrong. It's more of I'm observing this. It's very clear that they don't like what they're observing, but it's never in the. They never present it in a way that you're wrong for, you know, not agreeing with me. Yeah, and that's a really tough thing to do, and they do it shockingly well. In terms of, you know, presenting some social commentary without actually being preachy or over the top or abusive like that, and if nothing else, I commend them for doing that because I've I've stopped watching shows that have gotten too stupid preachy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite character in the show? Uh, not really a favorite character. I mean, okay. there's as you as you notice, there's a lot of you know people that are well known acting wise that are in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do obviously, like the uh, the actors and actresses in this. I thought they were really good. Yeah, the Doctor obviously was on last few seasons of Deep Space Nine, was on uh, 24 for a few seasons. Uh, uh, Adrian Palecki obviously just did a stint as uh, Mockingbird on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. I think she's my favorite character in the show. She's definitely the most interesting. He had a uh, couple yeah. of cameos by Victor Garber. She's the most you know, professional. That's... <laughs> That's a sure thing. She's the most professional on that ship, so um, yeah, maybe not personally, but but work-wise, she's the most professional. So 
Um, yeah. You've got uh, Stein on on there. I'm not sure mm-hmm. his his character's name. But, I forget uh, his character's name, but it's Victor Garber is the actor. Yeah, Victor Garber. Um, he's on this. So is he like Seth? Mc- I'll just say Seth MacFarlane. Is he Seth's like boss? Because you don't really see you don't see him on the ship and stuff. Yeah, um, he's more of like a, a higher ranking admiral in their their version of the Federation. Yeah. So am I right in assuming he has like more of a recurring role? Because that's what it kind of kind of. I mean, like. he pops up from time yeah. to time. I wouldn't really call it a recurring role; more of a you know guest star. Okay. Does, does he I do anything done... else apart from talk to Seth? Uh, no, that's kind of his thing. Okay. It's but... kind of like your boss's boss, basically. Okay. Yeah, I, he, he fits that sort of role, so uh, that's good. Um, what else was there in the show? I, I think it looked really good in terms of its like um, design and stuff. It's very yeah, it's got a great production value. It's almost like <laughs> it's almost like Star Trek, but a bit more cartoony. I mean, you literally got more like cartoon characters in there because um, mm-hmm. you got that blob thing that Seth steps on, and he's like, "Oh no, it's it's fine, it's it's all good." Um, yeah. And some of the small talk conversations in the show were, were kind of funny. Um, like, uh, I'll just say Mockingbird. Uh, she talks to that guy at the start, and she's like, oh, I need to talk to you. And she talks to him, and like, oh, I have permission to pee now. And she, uh, Yeah, granted. And so some of the small talk I found uh, kind of funny. Um, which, if you're going to put small talk in a television show, which is supposed to have a good pace to it, um, you've got to have something good to, to fill that with, so... Um, so I, I thought that was pretty good. Um, I remember seeing, cause I, I looked up a few things about it to see how many episodes there were. Uh, there's four available on Now TV. Um, so I'll see how many of those I, I can manage to watch. Um, but there was, there's 12 episodes scheduled for it or 12 uh, episodes have happened. Yeah, there's 12 episodes. I just did the mid season break. Oh, okay. uh, and that was episode 12, I believe. Yeah. Over here. So how many are in the season? Normally between, uh, for a normal, like, full, full American TV show season, it's anywhere between 20 and 24, depending. Wow, okay. Um, yeah. Not sure, not sure the legs it has for that kind of season, but, again, I've only seen the pilot, and I don't know what the rest of the plot is, so. Um, and he's, I I saw something, um, I didn't actually watch the video itself, but something saying that Seth is promising as a longer second season. Or something. Yeah, that's unless this is like eighteen episodes, like, and the next one is like twenty-three or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's not a, that uncommon with shows that are either the network's not sure about, or they're still trying to test. Is that they'll do a short first season, and then yeah. if it tests really well, they'll do a full second season. Like if you go back to season one of The Walking Dead, I think there was only eight or ten episodes. Yeah, there was there was six in the uh, first season. There was a, yeah, like, in the technical first season. season. Yeah, yeah. And then that show took off like a nut job, and mm-hmm. so now we're getting twenty five, thirty episodes a year. Mm. Um, but yeah, I I liked it more than I thought, and I'm I'm happy with that. So I'll watch it more. I'll see where it goes, and I'll I'll, I'll decide from there what to do. Um, so yeah, I I, th- I thought it was fairly good. Um, so that's about all the TV I want to talk about today. Um, have you got anything else, or should we wrap this up? Uh, we can go ahead and wrap it up. I really don't have anything else. Cool. Yeah, I think we talked about enough stuff. Um, so thank you always for listening. 
Uh, you can find us on entertainmenttalk.org. There was plenty of stuff that came out um, over the break and plenty of stuff scheduled that's going to be coming out soon. Uh, there was the Horizon Zero Dawn mini podcast. Uh, that's the, the the video game review for the PlayStation game. Um, did the same thing for Prey and for Uncharted. Um, almost said Uncharted 4. Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Uh, did mini podcasts for those. Um, if you've listened to any of those, please let me know what you think of the format of the mini podcast. I myself quite like the idea, so I'm going to keep doing it. Um, unless people say, like, you know, maybe they should be longer or something like that. But again, if you have any feedback about them, um, if you think there's anything that should be done differently, as always, let me know. But, um... If any, if nobody says to make any changes, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep those the way they are because uh, I quite like the idea of those. Um, so th- those came out. Uh, there's some more. There's I think the rest of them are just articles. The the, the things that I've got scheduled that are going to be coming out over the next two weeks or so. Uh, we won't have a gaming podcast this week because we're doing this TV talk and we're going to be doing um, CW Superheroes, we're going to be doing a Black Lightning preview maybe talking about the other shows but I don't have as much to say with those, again we haven't actually recorded that yet um, at this current time so um, things could be a little different with that but um, that's what's going to be coming out Uh, Star Trek comes back tomorrow speaking of Star Trek-esque things, Uh, Star Trek Discovery uh, comes back tomorrow on Netflix so I try to have my review out between between like Monday and Wednesday. Um, there's no sort of set guaranteed date for that, uh, but that will be the the written reviews that I do. Uh, Walking Dead isn't actually going to be back for a while, uh, but we have got the CW superhero shows coming back in a couple of weeks. Uh, so that's about what's happening at the moment. Uh, I think that's a, a good amount of stuff. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, please use our Amazon affiliate link. Um, you can use that in the schedule coming soon and Amazon affiliate um, post. That's basically that's the one that's pinned at the top of the website, so you can't really miss it. Um, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, um, Amazon, uh, Stitcher. You can listen to us on there. iTunes, please subscribe and rate, share, share everything around. Um, yeah, that's it for this episode. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.